All right, take two. Welcome back to the Daz Talk Sports Podcast. McGee, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Can't complain, buddy. So I heard you got some hot takes about uh, overlapping sports on the weekend. Well, it's not a sizzling hot take, but I wanted to give this to you fresh. Hit me. We'll talk PGA first, but this also applies to the LPGA and the WNBA. PGA. I don't know where we're going. This, This already feels a little hot, but go for it. PGA this past weekend had a tournament, okay? Yes. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like normal. Yes. I'm a golf sicko. You're a golf sicko. Who is watching the final round on a NFL Sunday in the fall? What are the PGA executives doing? They have Ludwig Ober, I believe is the correct pronunciation, Ryder Cup yeah. star yeah. in a playoff, and I would like to see the ratings. There's no chance they did like 50,000 people. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. You I literally it. have the one o'clock Eastern NFL games wrapping up and the four o'clock games kicking off and you have nobody watching a playoff event with a future star. So my proposal to you, which you have not heard yet, and I'm not talking about the main events in the spring and summer when you have yeah. the big players and the majors and the elevated events. I'm just talking about the fall series which is this at, at this point of, um, in the PJ Tour is like their secondary guys. Yeah, yeah. The, All carved out. Yep. Start the tournament Friday instead of Thursday and go Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Have the final round on Monday. You would have a monopoly on Monday. Friday, you still get, hey, your standalone Friday during the day. The Pro-Am could be on Thursday for all the corporate sponsors. You still get the two days on the weekend for, you know, on uh, premises. But then you would have Monday just during fall football instead of yep. going up against, you know, NFL Sundays. You would have standalone Monday. Why not? What do you think? No problem with that at all, especially in like the age of stream. Like the golf sickos are the only ones watching – like the fall series anyway, right? It's not like a Tiger Rory playoff is the only thing that could like usurp NFL football, if anything, right? Like half an eyeball. So Yeah, like my so, mom might tune in if it's Tiger. Right? But like everyone can stream now. Like at work, you probably got a screen going on. A little distraction on a Monday. End it around like, you know, if it's a West Coast, you can still end it right before Monday Night Football. I don't hate it. Lead up to Monday Night Football, if, if uh, ESPN ever has the rights, have it be the lead-in. Yeah. And then you're in finance. Every finance or trading floor has CNBC on, right? If there's yeah. a final round of golf, you can't tell me that that trading floor is not going to have one of the TVs having the golf on. Back nine, especially if there's a playoff, something like that. Like the Ryder Cup got lucky, obviously being in Europe. Like it finished up at noon and it was like, hey, wake up. Coffee, golf, watch it for like four hours, and then run into football. But like, like even last or two years ago when it was it was in uh, Wisconsin, it was like I don't know. Are you really gonna watch Sunday? It's a blowout. Like, no, you're gonna watch football. So like inherently, hit Labor Day. Like you can't compete on Sundays or Saturdays. You have to forfeit Sundays to the NFL. And then yeah. the same thing with the LPGA. And I would suggest the LPGA to do it all the time because they're trying to grow their viewership. Well, why yeah. go up against NFL Sunday? They had a tournament this past weekend. Okay. Who I mean I don't even know who won. Yeah. Why go up against NFL Sunday and then the golf sickles are probably watching uh, the PGA tour. Have 
you know, have a standalone day when you're the only thing going on. And then this goes to the WNBA point. Not that I'm a super fan. Okay. But yeah, it was like game one of the finals, right? Yeah. Game one of the finals was yesterday, or excuse me, today is uh, now Tuesday. Uh, on Sunday, game one of the uh, WNBA finals was Sunday at three central, right when the one Eastern games are ending and the four Eastern games are starting. Yeah. What really uh, makes me mad about that is game two is not till Wednesday. So it's not like there was a scheduling conflict. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and game one and two are in the <laughs> same city. So why would you choose Sunday NFL when you could have Monday or Tuesday standalone on ESPN yeah. or what? I don't know what network is doing it, but why go up against the NFL? I mean, I might watch if it's a standalone Tuesday night. Yeah. But like, like even, yeah, you got to shift off the weekend. Even if what the LPGA, especially the West coast ones ended like primetime Friday night, right? Do Tuesday through yeah. Friday. Like, I don't know. Just something where it's like away from, you know, the 20 million views that are all going towards NFL. You just, you can't do it. Just um, just against the NFL, I'm talking about. Try it, try it during the NFL season because there's only like five, six tournaments, you know, then they take the break in the winter. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, no, I, I don't hate it. I, I, I love it. Um, like you gotta, you gotta mess around with the schedule and especially... Like those ones, it's so much about like the local community too. So like they can adjust, right? Like the well, LPGA they still would stuff. get their weekend. They would still get the weekend days. Yeah, exactly. Still the week. You gotta have the weekend days for like the local tickets, stuff like that. Like maybe you don't draw like the the Monday local crowd like you would on a Sunday, but like that's gotta be pretty sparse anyway. You would get the big corporate people because anyone who works in sales would get tickets because these events just come once a year. It's not like a Yankee game where you have 81 tickets. Yeah. One is crazy. Yeah. And then this goes into my next point about the, the NBA and NHL starting up, which is fine. They have a long season, but why do games on Sunday during NFL why don't you just like that two month opening stretch, just have Monday, Wednesday, Friday be the main games. Keep your Thursday spotlight back to back TNT sure, and then not go up on Sunday because no one. I mean, I like the NBA, but I don't really pay attention till after the football's the over. Regular season's tough these days. It really is. I'm more interested in watching Barkley and Shaq and then like seeing the memes on Twitter than I am watching the games at this point. Yeah. You know, like like. For me, with the NBA, the uh, there was the big dispute with MSG and the cable network around here, so I couldn't even watch them. So it was like, all right, I, I I can't follow like you know three hours of NBA every night. So yeah, just hit me with the recaps. Yeah, I'm the all rare. Right, I'm, the rare uh, I'm the rare Buffalo Bills, Minnesota Timberwolves fan. <laughs> Buffalo Bills, Minnesota Timberwolves, Twins hat. You got it all, man. Well, I do like the Mets, but since I live here and the Twins are still in playoffs, I'm representing. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have an NBA team where I was growing up. And then I did state to my friends in high school that I was going to become a Raptors fan because I was living in that area when the that Raptors became a Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jurassic Vince Carter Park. was on the team. And then I, yeah, and then I bailed on them. And so I can't go back because you can't go back after they won a title. Yeah, I don't know what they are now. Yeah. Anyway, so those were my uh, my takes. 
I'll let you so, have the floor. Speaking of, speaking of golf, I was in Midtown Manhattan today. Walked by T Squared. We're going. Not as like it was a little depressing there. I'll be completely honest. So you know, it says like it's, it's got all the activities. You walk in. I didn't go inside. the The window that's on Forty Second Street has the bowling. The bowling is a ten foot lane with fake pins on strings. No. No. Yeah. I give me an old school bowling lane with cigarettes and plumbers and cheap drinks. Do it right. Oh, this is terrible radio. But literally, I swear to God, it's ten feet, and they're on string. Like it's not even. It's it's fake bowling. I I couldn't believe. I was so disappointed in Tiger. He's obviously never seen it. I love you, Tiger. Like, come on, buddy. You gotta do better. It seems like he's killing with the mini golf stuff. Like, you can't show up with like half a bowling alley in New York City. You can't do it. And then charge like thirty five dollars for four chicken. It's a premium experience. Yeah, yeah, for thirty dollar Bud Light. Thanks a lot, buddy. (laughs) Well, I do really want to go to Pop Stroke. I think that's what it's called. His mini, real, real greens mini golf sounds pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's got to be awesome. It has to be. I don't know about the TGL. I mean, we're, I know we already talked about that a couple episodes ago, but yeah. I, I'm getting really nervous about the TGL product. TGL could be a little cringy, but we'll we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah. What All else right. for me? I know I know we're a little bit late on the weekend, but congrats on your four and one in the contest. Yeah. Took the contest this week. Betting uh, over six hundred for the season. So far, so good. Yeah, I, uh, I I had to battle back. By uh by breakfast I was down o two so battle back just to get a three and two I, I felt pretty good about that. I didn't but see the, that uh, Thursday night one coming. We could go so there. I, I didn't see Thursday night coming, and I didn't see the Patriots getting slaughtered. But you start. Well, I was gonna say I I figured that the Bills had listened to our whole Ryder Cup podcast about showing up early for the time difference. I guess our pod didn't get out late enough, but like they were fully asleep. For the first first half of football, like well, Baltimore, Baltimore plays this week, and they flew out uh, Monday. At a minimum, at a minimum, you gotta do that. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo right. was asleep. Buffalo was asleep. The whole it was totally on the organization flying over there too late. Yeah, both those lines, like what was it, five and a half? It was like, why aren't these seven point lines? And that's the reason, right? Commanders and and uh, and Bills, but. Um, all right. Do you want to do a quick like uh, winners losers maybe from the weekend? Yeah, you start. Biggest loser, I think Bill Belichick has sealed his fate as he's not a good coach. Like I, I I'm sure he's a great defensive coach, but he's now significantly under 500 without Tom Brady. As a Buccaneers fan, I saw firsthand what Brady did to our team and what he has done now to that organization. And I have to say, the the record stays for itself. <laughs> no comment. I, I don't want all the. <laughs> I hope this goes viral in New England. It, and and I've also been hearing a lot of New England Direct fans all hate to Tom Shearer. <laughs> right, a, a lot of like thirty to forty year old Pats fans, right, who have only had success, are now like, I don't like watching football because the Pats are so bad. And oh, I just injected in my veins. Try living through JP Lossman and Trent Edwards. <laughs> I know. It may be really happy to be a Bucks, a struggling franchise team, because 
for a decade, for 15 years, my team was unwatchable. And you had to appreciate every second of every London game and every Thursday, you know, uh, Lions, you know, Commanders, when they were both shitty kind of games. Like, you just have to respect all of it. And now, I don't know, it's completely completely flipped in the Pats franchise. So they, they are complete dumpster fire. Yeah, I'd say he's the biggest loser of the entire of the entire uh, weekend. What, just what do you think the game plan is in New England? Is this it for him, or do they give him like one more send off year? Because what what do you, what do you do? You, you either unless you bring in like a fully competent veteran quarterback, right? Like Aaron, say Aaron Rodgers stay with the Packers, did one more year, do like a, that kind of scenario. Yeah. I think he's got to walk away. He's got to go a different French. If he's got five more years left, it can't be with the Pats. You got to walk into San Diego or something like that. Um, I mean, he, he, well, he, he didn't get divorced. I guess he broke up with his girlfriend, whatever she was. So maybe yeah. he doesn't want to be around Nantucket anymore. Maybe he needs a little space. Go somewhere warm. You know, like like what one of these one of these franchises too old. Too old. It's New England or nothing. Yeah, but I think they a, could do a transition oh, year. What the hell is he going to do on Sunday? He's going to be the grumpiest. You know, eighth man on the Fox team if he leaves. Like, that's not going to work out. No, no, no. He would be like an assistant, like an analyst or something. His son's the defensive coordinator. I think they can give him another year or two with with the plan. I think Bill O'Brien is their offensive coordinator of, hey, we're going to draft a quarterback, let Bill develop him, give you a send-off, and then hand the keys to Bill O'Brien. That way he keeps his son as a defensive coordinator. About crafting a quarterback, he didn't craft Tom Brady. No draft. I said draft. Like no, I know. But, but what was he, he going to do with a quarterback? How I about mean, he, he drafted Garoppolo? Like, he drafted all these guys. You know, like I wouldn't say he's a quarterback. No, no I'm saying I'm saying let the OC like have it be a co- head coach in waiting. Like, hey, you know, behind the scenes, don't yeah. leave for another job. It's yours in a year. <clears throat> I think it'd be. I think it would be like a fun storyline for the league if he went somewhere else. Right and was like, hey, I got I got one contract. I'm going to, you know, yeah, I'm going to San Diego. I'm going to like one of these places that has an up and coming quarterback. You know, every every year seven coaches turn over. You know, three or four of them are from playoff teams from the year before, underperformed, and uh, yeah. So I don't know. They're 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 a dumpster fire. Um, I'll give you my lo- let me give you my loser. Yeah. There's a lot to choose from, actually. I am going. I already said them last week, so I'm going to skip the Panthers. I am going to go with the Denver Broncos. Oh, Sean Payton, <laughs> absolutely in the top three of losers of the week. You can't lose. You're 0 and 3 at home, and they actually have a big home field advantage, probably yeah. more than most with the altitude. Built in, yeah. Uh, their offense actually isn't that horrific play to play. I think they're top 10 in yards per play, but they just can't put it together. And their defense is horrible. It's yeah. got to be a teardown culture. Like there's just something amiss in that locker room because yeah. but they're I'll, performing I'll, better. If you stripped out the fourth quarter though, where they've had like some big, like aired out comebacks, I don't think they're like moving the ball very well, but I, I, get, I get what you're saying. Um, but well, like man. this week they go to Kansas City, it wouldn't shock me if Kansas City wins a close one. Like, there's no guarantee that Denver's going to get blown out. Yeah. Versus like a versus like a Carolina or the Giants at this stage. Yeah. But I just think 
they gave up too much. Russell's old. The defense is going to be a teardown. What? What's my the reason they're a loser? What are they going to do long term? I I think they got. I mean, if they're playing Russell Wilson, it's got to be to like lose out and get like a top pick, right? They they like the Peyton contract. Like the handshake must have been like, hey, you're going to get the full five years in the contract. You know, give it a year with what we've got. If it doesn't work, we're not going to hold the record against you. You're still going to get your twenty mil. And and then you draft like your your guy in the top five or whatever it ends up being, and you know build from scratch. Yeah. He's still young, like isn't he? He's probably still under sixty. Yeah, I mean, relatively speaking. I yeah, mean, he's got to be in the fifties. But in like in coaching years, he's had the last like what five six years off. That's got to refresh you. Yes. Or or he just walks away again. <laughs> he's he's like, not walking away from the money. I think he's getting twenty million a year or something. Yes, yeah, it's too much money. Too much money. Yeah. yeah. Who Russell, else you got? Russell Wilson, what a disaster. Um, Brock Purdy. How? I, I don't get it. No, no, no. Winner of the week. I don't get it. I don't. Oh, get I was it. like, well, how is he a loser? Oh no, no, no. Yeah, don't, don't with the losers. No, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like you watch him, and it's like you can't tell me that you know uh, Lynch like knew what he was doing with the last pick in the draft. Like I've been seeing all the all the clips on YouTube where it's like like him in college, all like the lowlights or whatever. It's like how the fuck has this guy never lost a game in the NFL where he had two arms? It's just like it doesn't make any sense. It's like Josh Allen went eight and four at Wyoming. It's like how did Brock Purdy go six and six at Iowa State? Yeah. A couple things. The Niners are loaded. Uh, B. Yeah. Shanahan is fantastic play caller. It's unbelievable. I don't want to call him a system quarterback, but. He, Life is a little easier than being a quarterback under Mike McCarthy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that them and the Dolphins, like when you watch them, and like the amount of space, like when they, when someone, one of the playmakers gets the ball, it's like they have options to do stuff. Like, yeah, Bucks are playing well this year, but like every time, it's just like, all right, like wall of guys, here's two yards, and every yeah, time like watching Pittsburgh, and it's painful to make a drive. Yeah, like how. Yeah, whatever they do to kind of like stretch out the defense, it's, it's incredible. It's just so easy. It's like him, Romo was, uh, you know, I think Romo wasn't even drafted. Sometimes these guys just yeah. come out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, like, does he, like, there, there's, I was looking at their schedule. It's not that hard going forward. And it helps because you're the 49ers. So, like, everyone looks like an underdog that you're playing and you don't have to play the 49ers. But still, it's like, Man, how's that guy just gonna start his career? You know, first two seasons like twenty six and two or something stupid like that. It's crazy. They're gonna lose a random one because it's gonna turn into they're gonna start being everyone's Super Bowl undefeated. Hard to constantly get up and every yeah. single week. I, I can't remember which week they play the the Eagles, but that's they, obviously gonna be a big one. They also play the Bills later in the year. I know that they got the Bills. Yeah, it just feels like it's Philly and San Francisco. We've talked about this before. Dallas is clearly a tier below, and then there's Detroit and Seattle. But I, and barring injuries, I don't know how it's not Philly, San Fran in the NFC title. Yeah. <clears throat> um, My winner for the week is the Colts. The the Colts, just the whole franchise is just like, hey, Minshew, you got to come in? No big deal. Like, they got a fire in there. Like, they are fun to watch. 
Well, why didn't the Jet? I mean, I guess Zach Wilson's starting to play a little bit better, but why didn't they go with someone like a Minshew as the backup where, hey, we yeah. still got a puncher's chance with our backup? Yeah. But the Colts, who had them three and two? And, and, and three of the games, their like, new quarterback had to come out? Yeah, right? that's like, my one concern with him. He's had to come out three weeks in a row. And uh, is he on the IL now? or Shoulder, and I can't remember what the first thing was. I don't but, know if he's uh, even playing this week. He might be out. I think. I mean, if you've got Minshew in there, like, and he's just got to get you know an extra week of rest, like you probably do it. Um, right. But uh, yeah, that that team. I I took him. Uh, I took him this last weekend, and honestly, like, even when he went out, I was like, no problem. Like, didn't no problem. really feel like it was gonna. You know, tie was really gonna turn, and we were lose by double digits or something like that. Like, I felt like totally confident just about their whole whole being right now it's great and on the flip side the titans they're two and three they're another one where what what are you gonna do no not i'm just like what's the long-term plan there same thing if you don't have a quarterback like what like what what do you have Malik willis is not the guy Tannehill's not the guy like i i do like vrabel is is definitely a coach that's gonna get He's, you know, he's the Mike Tomlin of that division, right? Like he's going to get whatever. Yeah, they've he outperformed has. their talent because of him, but now yeah. it, they don't have the quarterback. They're two and three. He's They're gonna not going to get blown out because they have a competent play. coach and a good running back. But yeah, yeah, and and Henry, like you know, there's only so many miles you can put on a guy, right? So like you just can't write. It's not three years ago. I, I feel like he's turning into uh, who's that? Larry Johnson, like those like big guys that for like five years are just dominating, and then it's just like a step too slow, and everyone catches up with you, especially with no quarterback. Like a Mark Ingram type, where yeah. Um, looking ahead, any uh, have you taken a look at the 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 slate yet? Uh, just glanced at it. I don't have any big takes. The game I'm most excited to watch is Seattle Cincinnati. Love that. I I, I love I love the Seahawks. They're, they're getting three <clears throat> in Cincinnati. I, I I love the Hawks, man. I'm I'm gonna ride them. I, I got like I got my bet against the NFC South, like mantra going, and I'm riding the Seahawks. Okay. What about you for this coming week? I. I will say take – this is not a reverse jinx. Take the Lions. Take yeah, the Lions. Like, this is such a classic, like, oh, Bucks 3-1. and one. It's like, yeah, but who would they really beat? They're at home off the bye with the creamsicles. There's a lot to like there. Ooh. But, like, I, I, it's a 10-point it's a Lions victory, if, if you ask my opinion. Yeah, I'd love I'm to see it not happen, but I'll be wearing my creamsicles, but, like, it's not going to happen. I'm not too thrilled with the slate, to be honest with you, but there's a lot of weird ones like, you know, like, like shitty teams playing each other with low lines, Saints, Texans, Commanders, Falcons, Patriots, Ra- Raiders. <clears throat> I guess I Monday night football will be sweet. Uh, Cowboys, Chargers. Cowboys, Chargers is fun. Um, let's see if the Bills can just keep on beating up with the Giants. I love the Giants. The Giants fans are yeah. Put put them in the Pats. Sorry guys. Put them in the Pats in the same delusional category. We, I feel like we we're still getting texts saying like, "Hey man, I think we're right there." It's like, "Hey, by the way, you've led for a total of 
two seconds the entire season. You're not right there. Like, it's not happening. Yeah, they're another one. I mean, their line is the worst line I've ever seen constantly under pressure. The Bills, I don't understand the 15-point line. They're coming back from London, no buy. They lost two more defensive starters. Their D-line is great. I just, I fit, I'm, that's a stay away for me. 15 is too many points to lay. Yeah. Coming back from London. They just signed Josh Norman off the street at corner. That's how many injuries they've had in second. He's, he's like 35, wasn't even on a roster. I mean, no offense to the guy, but he's not, you know, he's not as good as our starters. Yeah. Yeah, you've been hit with the injury bug a little bit. It's not great. Yeah, Milano, our star linebacker, is out for, out for the year. And uh, Dequan, <clears throat> our, our star uh, D-tackle, we lost both of them in the London game. That's a little worried long-term. A little worried long-term. Yeah, not great. Not great. Um, no, yeah, like early, early, there's nothing that really jumps out at me. Um, San Francisco, only five and a half in Cleveland. I feel like everyone's going to be all over that. Like why that line is in six and a half, seven is a little fishy. It's kind of like those five and Deshaun a half. Sean might not play too. He's questionable. <clears throat> oh, then it's, that's 49ers by a million. But yeah, uh, yeah, that line is just, it's just fishy. Why it hasn't moved yet. Anyone that uh, says every time Cleveland is mentioned, I always think of the Seinfeld flight to Cleveland, <laughs> the Trinidadian uh, marathon runner. Oh my God! One of the best. One of the best episodes. Was of it all the time. snooze, man? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this cute little bastard. <laughs> That's all the same episode. Yeah. <laughs> and everything, the hot tub, everything. Oh my God, the best. <laughs> oh. yeah, that is the best. Yeah. No. I, the the last thing I had to say, I'm like the Giants. So it's like, it's like Giants, Vikings, like. Every year, there's a couple of teams that way outperform, which win a bunch of tight games, right? And then the media is just like, hey, let's just look at who made the playoffs last year and say they're going to make the playoffs again this year. It's like, I don't know. Like, NFL is really tough to win games. If you won a bunch of close ones, you're probably going to mean revert and lose a bunch of close ones the next year, right? So it's like, to me, both those teams are the most obvious. Well, I didn't think they were going to win like one game combined. Yeah. But just like so obvious to come back to, to reality. Well, that's why I texted the group on, uh, about the Minnesota line. It went down to three and a half from opening at five or six, and the contest line was four. And then on game day, it's at three and a half. And I'm like, that's just way too much respect for the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs are like, you know, they've been horrible against the spread for a couple of years just because they're like, you know, America's team now. But like, like when it started going the, the Vikings way, it's like, whoa, 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 come on. They yeah. got to cover eventually. I don't get it. I mean, you're not sharp if you're just like fading the Chiefs. And that's like the whole logic behind it. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, Minnesota, there's a home field, but it seems to be like working against cousins. Like you can't hear a thing. Like, you have a good home crowd. Yeah, home crowd would just screwing up their own quarterback. I don't get it. So he's never practiced before. They're a team to watch, too, because they only have one win. Jefferson's out. They could lose at Chicago this week. And, and, uh, and Cousins is on his last year. That could be a name to watch. What, moving midseason? It's extremely rare. But if Jefferson's out four weeks or whatever he is, and then they're staring at one and six – I mean, there's only one place he would go, right? Like it would be the yeah. Jets. Yeah. 
Can you imagine? And then and then Rogers ready to go. Like they they squeeze out like a an eight and nine season, get the seven spot, and then uh, and it's Kirk Cousins with like a semi healthy Rogers right behind him. But no, if you I think the contract you'd have to be like is is like come in know that when if Rogers is back, whether it's some fluky thing at the end of the season or next season, like yeah, you're moving on. But like come be the replacement. You know, like we already booked ourselves for like a million primetime games because we thought Rodgers was going to be here. Like you get in the spotlight, like you totally take that if you're Kurt, right? Yeah. I agree. Oh, a big, uh, big weekend for the Bucks, though. I'm, I'm very nervous. That They're not like an upper echelon. They're right in like the middle there. Um, Detroit, I'm, I'm leaning Detroit. As long as the line stays where it is, I'm, I'm going to be taking it. <laughs> But after that, the schedule opens wide up. So if we're three and two, and then can reel a few more wins, I still love it. This is another week where I just I don't see five games on the board for me. Not yet, but hey, I think we'll we'll find we'll find some winners in there. There's always winners. Well, uh, any other takes? Our, our Texas bet is over. Well, it's not technically over because I was looking at it. They could still make the Big Twelve title game because it's no longer divisions; it's just top two teams. To and then beat Oklahoma, they'll need some help with other teams losing. Because I don't know if a one-loss Big 12 team gets in, but... Well, yeah, that, that scenario, if Oklahoma has another loss, like you basically got to root for Oklahoma to have another loss. So it would be a two-win. Then it wouldn't be controversial to have a one-loss Texas team who just beat them, jump them, right? Oh, it wouldn't be controversial. They would take Texas 100%. Right, but if it, if it was they were both one loss teams, yeah, and then like you could at least make the case that like it's a split decision or something like that. But yeah. if Oklahoma has two losses somewhere along the way and they replay again, that's how you do it. But man, that was that was absolutely brutal. Uh, they they should they almost won the game and they were minus three turnovers. So I would be leaning Texas in the rematch. Yeah, I, I turn like after they kicked that field goal, I turned away to like I don't know. Pour a glass of water, make a sandwich. I did something. I turned around, I'm like, oh fuck you! Like, I they, actually, funny story related to that game. I was getting our our Christmas photos done at the local park here. What, My what, wife's organized a little what, early. What, well, it gets cold here. It gets cold here. It's already cold here for the year, man. Don't, don't want to be doing it. No. Christmas tree. Don't tell me you're doing that. You know, in no, October. No, no, no. Getting our family photos done for the Christmas card. Did I say tree? I meant Christmas card. No, I, I, I said tree. I said, I hope you don't have a Christmas tree up yet. No, I, dude, I can go on a rant. This is a sports podcast, but I am a strict believer in no Christmas decorations until after Thanksgiving. After the, Yeah, after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Dude, 100%. I live in one of these neighborhoods. It's all families, and there are sickos out there that put Christmas lights up like early November with the lights on. No, 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 no. Saturday. It actually, after- it actually triggers me, man. Like, I almost am this close to ringing the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of Christmas cheer around here, but it starts after Thanksgiving. Okay, but so I was at the uh, getting my family photos done during that game, yeah. so I wasn't watching the end. Let me tell you something. I got those family photos back. There's going to be some changes diet related, Tom. Okay, not not what I thought I looked like. Okay. Oh, high def, not working for you. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I went on a 20 hour fast today hit the gym hard. I run every day. The problem is I do run every day. Okay. I try to do a mile to three miles every day, five, six. 
The problem is the diet hasn't adjusted. It's like, hey, just went for a three-mile run. Let's go. Oh, if you're all hungry, like, hey, I deserve it. <laughs> Got my blood pressure taken. Great. Blood pressure, cholesterol, but the photos. That's really good. All right. There's going to be Could some have got Santa Claus, right? You know, maybe, maybe like do a little, little incognito around the chin. Yeah. <laughs> I literally looked at my wife. I go, is this what I really look like? <laughs> I was like, what the hell's up with all that dirty talk? Is this just lies? Hey. I mean, yeah. Hey, if, if she still likes it, you know, I can't complain. I mean, yeah. But I mean, at some point, pride has to come into play here. Yeah. Know? All right. Okay. So diet starts now. Well, it started two days ago. <laughs> yeah, we're hitting chili season. Like, it's, I actually, man, these next two months are rough. You're not going to believe this since we were college friends. <laughs> I actually do not eat bad. I'm not a big fast food guy. Most home-cooked yeah. meals, I just eat a lot. I, you know, But it's the good stuff. Like My wife will cook a, a nutritious meat, vegetable dinner. Yeah. It's, you know, don't, need, don't need two servings. Yeah. It's, I'm not. I'm not a McDonald's guy or anything like that. Like not too occasional Chick Fil A, maybe Jersey Mike's here and there. But I, other than that, it's not nothing bad. Dude, the Jersey Mike's is so good. I love Jersey Mike's. I'm a big Jersey Mike's guy. Well, out hey, if you're Jersey Mike's, if you're looking to sponsor a podcast, yeah. Oh my I'm, god, Jersey Mike's, call us. I'm out here in the desert, man. <laughs> Figurative desert, Minnesota. There's no good Italian delis There's or Jewish deli. delis to get a sandwich. Yeah, is there uh, Jimmy John's out there? There are. I prefer Jersey Mike's over Jimmy John's. I haven't done the comparison, but the the Jimmy John's has the uh, the lettuce wraps. Check I'm that out. You know, I know I just gave a speech about going on a diet. Diet rant. We're not there yet. I'm not giving up hoagies. <laughs> I would rather run an extra mile than go lettuce wraps. <laughs> <laughs> the extra 600 calories for the wedge sandwich is just totally worth it. Yeah. We're going to have to get to that point when I'm going out for a big meal. It's like, okay, need, you need to run a 10K. <laughs> hey, got to get ready for the turkey trots coming up. The good news is I am a sushi fan, and that's pretty healthy. So I think we're going to be going sushi Friday instead of pizza Friday for the foreseeable future. Do they have a poke bowl out there? Yeah, they do. That's 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 pretty pretty popular. I like the poke bowl like once a week, but it is like a hefty portion of brown rice. That that's got to be a lot of calories. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, give me your takes. Enough about my rants. No, that's it. Give no. me your story. I, I whoa whoa whoa. I, didn't you have a uh, story? Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, we're, we're late with the pod because I was a little knocked out this last weekend, <clears throat> getting neutered. Um, <clears throat> you know, I got three great kids. Don't need any more kids. So originally I show up for the uh, at a two thirty appointment last Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Rested up on Friday, be good for the weekend. We're supposed to go to a concert on Saturday. The whole thing. Beautiful day here on Thursday. I'm milling around the house. I look out in the garden. Hey, let me take care of some stuff in the garden. Can't ever get anything done on the weekends with the kids. Hot sun, blah blah. So I knew I had to fast. So I'm like, I'm really thirsty. I can't remember if I can drink water or not. So it's like two hours before the procedure. So I look up on my, you know, my phone, instructions, you know, no smoking, 24 hours, no chewing gum morning of, nothing about water. So I'm like, okay, no big deal. Throw back some water, get in the car, shower up, head off, get in the jumpsuit, hair in the little hairnet thing, the whole deal. 
doctor comes in, you know, a nurse that goes through it, you know, height, weight, blood pressure, whole deal. When's the last time you ate? Last night, I'm starving. Ha, ha, ha. When's the last time you had water? I don't know, a couple hours ago. Like, literally, <laughs> it's like the nurse took the thing and, like, dropped on the floor. Uh, what do you mean? When'd you have water? How I'm like, I, I don't know, like, four ounces. I chugged, like, you know, 16 ounces. I was like, four ounces? Like, a couple hours ago? It was, like, full 16 ounces, like, a half hour ago. And she was like, she like called the doctor back in. Doctor's like, hey man, what's the deal with the water? And I was like, what is happening right now? Why are you guys, why are you guys freaking out on me? Wait, like the I, doctor came in and shamed you? Wait, the doctor yeah. came in and gave you the shame question? Yeah, no, he, he's like, he's like, what's the deal? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, and no one's explained to me what the big deal was. And and so like, so he st- he storms out, storms out. I met this guy once. For a consultation, it was 30 minutes. We chatted. He touched my balls, and he was like, great. We'll pencil you in two Thursdays from today. So I have no relationship with this guy. He freaks out on me for drinking water. So I'm like, what's the deal? I'm like, oh, because the anesthesia, you go under. Like, if you have anything in your stomach, it could come back up and, you know, go into your lungs or something. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, if you would explain that to me in the instructions, totally wouldn't have done it. So he comes back in. He's like, hey – I can't even move you until the last appointment because I got a flight to catch. I'm like, well, sorry to inconvenience you, buddy. Like, surgery day. Like, sorry you're catching a flight to Yeah, West I don't Palm. really want you rushing my vasectomy before a flight anyways. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally turning like a Seinfeld episode. I'm like, the, you know, the, the urologist that can't be bothered to do a vasectomy on a fucking Thursday. So so then, then he's like, okay, well, you know, we can do local anesthesia. I'm like, okay, like, like, what, like, what does that mean? And they're like, yeah, well, you know, you'd be awake. We'll just numb the area. I'm like, wait, numb, numb the air? Wait, what? Like, wait, wait, excuse me? And he's like, he's like, ah, don't worry about it. That's how we used to do all these things. And he was like, actually, hold on. Let me just take a, let me just take a peek and see if you'd be a good candidate. I'm like, what? You're looking to see if my balls are good to put needles in it? So, like, <laughs> so. He's so, fondling yeah. your balls to see if you're a good so, candidate? Yeah, lift, lifts up the hood, does a little... He's like, oh yeah, we can totally do it. And he, he walks out of the walks out of the room. Nurse comes in, she's like, do not do local anesthesia. She's like, I don't have balls, but I promise you, you will regret it. So she leaves. And and I call I call Juliana back in. Like she's been sitting on the lobby. I'm like, you gotta come in here because like I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I've been waiting 20 months for this appointment. And now, like, like if I can't get it for three months, like, I guess I got to, like, have them, like, shoot me up locally. And, like, I got to watch this thing. This is going to be terrible. So, the, finally, like, the, the the head guy of the whole facility comes in. And he's like, Mr. Shear, like, I got to be honest. I cannot let them do local anesthesia. Because, like, it's not going to be fun for you. And you're going to tell everyone that we are absolutely the worst people on the face of the planet. <laughs> like, I'm like he's, he's like, I can't let you do it. And I'm like, all right, so like anything we can do is like, all right, well, Dr. Chaikin's flying out for the weekend. I'm like, I know, once again, sorry to inconvenience him on this surgery. Like, what's the That's deal? That's Seinfeld episode. But go on. Going for the, you know, for the fishing trip. Sorry, Dr. Beep. Um, and so they, they squeezed me in for a new guy. So I fully like showed up the next day. No problem. No eating or drinking. We get, we get to the lobby and uh, – 
and Juliana's like, you know, was filling up some paperwork or something like that, playing on her phone. She had me hold her coffee for two seconds. The door, Mr. Shear come back, the, the same nurse opens the door. I'm sitting there with a cup of coffee. I swear to God, she, she, she her, her jaw drops. She goes, no way. I, I swear to God, it's not mine. I swear to God, it's not mine. And uh, yeah, they, they bring me back. I meet the new guy. I met him for a total of 30 seconds. They put me under. I'm a little whoa, sore whoa, still. Hold on, hold on. New guy? Was this his first vasectomy? I know. <laughs> like, I, never... <laughs> I hope it could have been. Hey, we're going to give you the new guy. <laughs> he, was, he was not who I was referenced to. Um, seemed like a stand-up fella. And uh, yeah. So I uh, never saw him again. Did he have the Seinfeld briss hands? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I should have been like, wait, hold this steady for two seconds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, what's uh, up with the flight? You couldn't book a flight the next day? Like who's rushing vasectomies for a flight? Thursday, 5 p.m. <laughs> flight. Like, thanks, buddy. You know, I, I, got, I got a tea time in uh, Pebble on, on Friday. I can't miss. It's like, what are we doing here? Oh my god, that's a great story. So anyway, so far so good, but uh, I was kind of knocked out this weekend. So apologize to all the fans for the lateness in the yeah. pot. Uh, that's on me and uh, uh, Doctor. Yeah. Well, let's end it there, man. That was too funny to uh, follow up with anything. <laughs> it, it was a Seinfeld episode, and I was just like, "What the hell is going on here?" <laughs> all right. Well, if you have a fourth kid, we'll blame it on the new guy. <laughs> That new, new guy will hear from me directly. Uh, oh, man. 